Welcome to Help 100 Schools. As a professional in education dedicated to expanding enrollment, you're already a fundamental part of this movement. We are here together to amplify the positive ripple effect that comes from advancing education. We're committed to keeping listeners inspired with timely lessons, valuable stories, and insights from brilliant minds and dedicated hosts. Our mission is a collective effort. Together, let's make a difference in spirit and in action to help 100 schools grow. Wherever you are today, welcome to the very first episode of Help 100 Schools. I'm your host, Carl Bohm, the founder and chief growth strategist over at Everest Private School Growth Group, which is a digital marketing and communication service provider to independent schools across the country. I've had the pleasure to help schools grow for over 10 years now, and today I'm joined by my colleague and co-host, Rich Suddy. Rich has served in roles across the expanses of education, including governance, private and faith-based K-12 schools, undergraduate and graduate education. He started teaching as an instructor pilot in the U.S. Navy. Yes, like Top Gun. And before going into private education administration, he ended his Navy career as an assistant dean and professor researching in the area of institutional leadership and advancement. Together, we aim to provide you with a series of engaging episodes on what we are calling the private school moment, what it is, how to leverage it, and how to make it last for your school. Stay with us over the course of the next few episodes to go over the major trends in private school education, the significant opportunities and the challenges with some of the most effective resources and practices we have seen to grow and shape your school in ways that preserve and strengthen your learning culture, your identity, your value, and your resiliency over time. On with this week's episode. How are you doing, Rich? Good afternoon. Good to see you, Carl. Thanks for doing this. This should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Likewise. Here we are. It's the moment. Yeah, it is. It really is. And for those that are already in private school administration, leadership, governance, or even attending private schools right now, they know it's the moment because uh, data has already just come in and it's and it tells us that we're talking about over 92% of private schools, K-12, faith-based or secular, have seen significant growth in the past three years. Absolutely. And I'm sure that if you're listening to this and you're not one of those, then you certainly want to know how to capitalize on it. And if you are growing, then you probably are ready for increasing that growth, scaling out. I've seen a lot of schools that have sort of hit a certain level of capacity and now they're expanding. For example, K through eight now are going and adding that high school to the component. So there's there's a lot of positive movement and opportunities here, but let's keep moving. So uh, I'd love to hear your take on what an introduction to the moment feels and sounds like. You're exactly right. First of all, uh, there's you, you could be in any facet of growth or uh, wanting to sustain that. And, and that we're going to be talking about that over the next several sessions about what you can do no matter where you're at and, in this moment. So the moment itself is really defined. Uh, private schools across America have, has not, have not seen this kind of a period of growth since the late 70s, early 80s. And after that, it kind of, there was some little 
bubbles in the 90s and then, of course, a great recession in the mid-2000s where most private schools really suffered. And then it was relatively flat through the 2010s until uh, COVID, which is a real irony, right? I mean, uh, everything shuts down, but not everything. Many private schools figured out how to serve uh, parents and families in their schools and stay open as a private business as opposed to a government entity that was subject to federal, local, and state regulations during COVID. And those private schools prospered. They really did. Some of them uh, did have to close for a time, but they even managed far more, with far greater agility, they managed to serve, uh, you know, that hybrid remote phase that everyone had to go through. They turned quicker they educated and equipped their teachers faster, and then they delivered more substantial content during that period of time. And that, in turn, created a word-of-mouth campaign that said, look, it's not going so well out here in the public school systems. I wonder where else we could be. And that stimulated the growth. But there were several more factors that created the growth during this period of time as well, not just COVID and the fact that school came into the living room or not. Uh, and so those other factors were just as significant. I love it. The the pillars that you mentioned there, I think you're, you're referencing the, the pillars of the school uh, thriving, but I think that that's a great word because I think there's pillars to these mo this moment, isn't there? Uh, and I know you've gone through and done some definitions of what the the major elements are to consider. And I really do like the idea of pillars that we can stand on for this moment. So why don't we get into your research a little bit? Yeah, and there's there are significant ones. And for schools that have uh, have been a private school for a while, if you're not messaging these things and helping communicate them, then you really need to think about that. And then for uh, schools that are uh, more new to the game, these are some of the core messages that resonate with these families. And so what's going on in, in some of these key characteristics of the private school moment? So yes, COVID was a catalyst, but what did that then generate? Well, it generated relationships or broken relationships where government or public schools, they, uh, parents started to go to the board meetings. And you go to the board meetings and you find out, because you didn't go before, you find out that uh, the school board is actually an instrument of the state. It doesn't serve the parents. It serves the state interests, whereas a private school serves the parent. And the parents are the primary, and there's no problem in saying this, customer to the private school. Again, faith-based or secular, it's about the parent. And then so that became uh, antagonistic. Um, school boards started calling par uh, ter uh, parents terrorists. And so, the, and so did the federal government during the height of this tension. They've backed off since and things are a little bit better, but not great. Uh, and so that's part of the private school moment and, that's, and that sustained the growth. Now that we're past the pandemic, what is sustaining the moment? That's one piece of it. And the other one, and people are very familiar with this, but the data has just come out, Carl, in the last week, uh, the most recent data, and that are the educational school outcomes associated with the public school systems across America. And the data is not good. 
Again, some of the more recent data does reflect the students during the pandemic where they could not be in class. But this is just an extension of a trend that's happened for several years, if not decades. There was a little bit of growth in the early 2010s in some of these areas, but then that dissipated rather quickly. And now we're seeing lows that we have not seen in educational performance in early education, in primary education, and in secondary education. All three have reported out in the last week. And now we're seeing lows, literacy, math scores, standardization test scores across America uh, by community. So Chicago, Virginia, Baltimore, uh, these are leading the way in a bad way. And, and so parents are frustrated because money has been spent on these districts, uh, reforms have been tried, and the private school has shown the way. Uh, in all of these areas, the private school absolutely significantly outperforms the public uh, in every region. It's just in every region. And so this is a very attractive thing to parents, not to mention uh, they managed to stay in school. Uh, school choice. Carl, that's the last major pillar that is happening right now as you and I sit here and talk about this today. And I know in our next session, that's a major topic that we're going to really detail out what that is. But, but as an introduction, school choice is simply states choosing, for all of these reasons, to provide more choice to parents through funded taxpayer dollars to attend private education. There are multiple programs. Again, next session, we'll go through each of those individually. Uh, and there's a stratosphere of states that have really taken the lead people need to know about. And then there are states that are slowly entertaining some of these changes. But, but we've never seen this movement before. And it really makes private school far more affordable and sustainable over time for parents. And, and those are really the major drivers and pillars as to what defines the moment. Thank you. The opportunity and the, the symbolism of school of choice is really rather striking to me. I think that even, you know, of course, where if you're an enrollment professional listening to this in a state where school of choice is, then that certainly needs to be a speaking point, yeah. right? Because all of a sudden, private school is more affordable yes. potentially than it ever has been more accessible. Yeah. And that opens things up for you. But I think even if you're not in one of those states, it's still a speaking point because it signifies this nationwide movement towards private school, making it more accessible and showing quite publicly that there's a problem that's recognized and uh, that parents need to be aware of and pushing for. So I think that, that that's, it's certainly a, an important topic, almost no matter where you are in the U.S. It, it really is, because now is the opportunity to take advantage of the moment, right? And if you're not taking advantage of the moment by messaging, communicating, marketing your strengths, then you're kind of missing it. You may see growth, but you're not probably seeing the growth you could see. And secondly, there are threats down the road. Uh, how long, how resilient is the moment and how resilient can your institution be to preserve these strengths? And I think those, the similar um, 
tools like marketing, communication, messaging, et cetera, through the admissions, enrollment, and community engagement process, these can help in use opportunity mitigate the threats that may come downrange. Very helpful. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, we really want to be respectful of you, the listener's time. And uh, to that end, we will keep this these episodes relatively short. And in the next episode, we can introduce a bit more about how you can capitalize on the private school moment. And we're really looking forward to, uh, you know, hanging out with you all and, uh, and educating you further in, in this way. Um, and so uh, closing out this episode, this is Carl. And if you would like to discuss any aspect of how to better position and market your school for growth and retention of the good families you have now, I would be very happy to chat with you and go over what you might consider for your marketing, promotion, and communications, operational, strategic plans. We have a portfolio of options that can equip and train your staff, assess your current posture, and improve your messaging to prospective families, current families, and alumni. We're happy to meet virtually, and we have a variety of budgeting options uh, to work with you because part of our mission naturally is to help 100 schools grow, uh, if not more, right? Um, so uh, we're, we're here for you. Uh, you can find us at help100schools.com. That's www.help100schools.com. We appreciate you being an active listener here, as well as applaud what you're doing, educating our next generation in America. Thank you so much. We are grateful for your support of the Help 100 Schools movement. Thank you for listening and for showing up. Now, please help us multiply the impact by reviewing, sharing, commenting, and staying engaged with us and our mission to help 100 schools grow. The future of education is in your hands. To learn more about today's topics, how to be more involved, and how to access our free resources designed to aid in your own mission, go to help100schools.com.